su nombre toda honra a su nombre toda gloria a su nombre para siempre sea para ti y su pueblo en victoria amen amen what's going on everybody we're back <laughs> yes we are <laughs> another hiatus yes. <laughs> right it's been some time man jeez Time's getting busy and time's just scheduling, I feel like it's just chaotic. Yeah, because even you and I, we barely even, like, we didn't even message each other the previous two weekends. I was about to say, man, I was like, like, and it's always that thought in your head, too, like, man, should I reach out? He's good, he's fine. Like, no, he's good, he's fine. He's, he's probably really busy with a lot of stuff. You want to hear, hear the craziest part? Mm. So, you know how I fractured my ankle, right? Yeah. The week I got my, my boot off. Uh, we had a, a united service with uh, the Canadian church. Beautiful. And uh, turns out, afterwards, the aftermath, we got COVID. <laughs> what? But yeah, man, my whole family, we got COVID. And like, like the whole church, like, like a lot the of people, Hispanic and the Canadian. Yeah, a lot of a lot of us got COVID. Man, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> No yeah, yeah man so hey what's covid again <laughs> I, I didn't get it that bad my wife got it a little bit bad my daughter got it pretty pretty bad but gracias dios man like we bounced back that's crazy eh? yeah you think that like it's just now in the past you don't have to yeah. worry about it then out of nowhere boom hello yeah hello <laughs> i i went all of the pandemic all the pandemic and i didn't get covid once Oh, for real? Yeah, I didn't get it once. Oh, welcome to the club. Man. Yeah, and then I finally got in. Finally joined the club. We here. We out here. <laughs> yeah, man. Just your first time. Yeah, I've had it, I think, three times now. Really? Yeah. Jeez. Well, when I was in working in healthcare, right? Like, yeah. Oh, okay. That's true. There's, there's, it's going to bound to happen. And the only reason we found out it was COVID is because we, we, we had, like, you know, the regular... We thought it was just a regular cold. Mm-hmm. And then um, the the treasurer of the Canadian church, he messaged my wife and he was like, hey, uh, we have 11 people confirmed with COVID. Just, just we're going to cancel service this weekend, blah, 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 right? And then I told my wife, I'm like, we've been pretty sick. I'm like, do you think we have COVID? She's like, I don't know. I'm like, should I do the test? She's like, sure. <laughs> Mind you, I went to work like this. <laughs> and uh, I did the test on the Friday. And lo and behold, I was positive. <laughs> so uh, I messaged my dad. I'm like, hey, uh, they told us that 11 people are confirmed COVID and uh, we're sick too. And I just caught the positive test. Um, I don't know what you want to do, but I think the wisest thing to do is to cancel <laughs> service this weekend. Yeah. Or send a mass message. <laughs> so it turns out my mom got COVID as well. This is like her fourth time getting COVID. Fourth time? Yeah, something like that. Um, she had it worse than me. Yeah, apparently another family from our congregation, they they got COVID. Uh, luckily, my in-laws didn't get COVID, but they were sick, which mm-hmm. is weird. Um, and a couple of more people over there were pretty sick as well. So, yeah. Which is weird because we had such a... It was such a great event for, our, like, our congregations. Like, we had such a good time, like, being united with our, our you know... Our brothers and sisters. Our brothers faith, and sisters right? in the faith that, that speak English, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they were super happy. We were so super happy. We had a potluck. Um, it was a great time. We, like, our two bands got together. We, we sang together. Um, it was just a... It was a great service, and then that happened. 
So I told my dad, I'm like, oh, I'm hoping this doesn't discourage um, Dom and us to do it again. Yeah. You know, because it was such a good time. Like the the, the church was packed. Like it, it was great, man. Like yeah, I, that's man. That's that's why like I miss um, convenciones and all that. Mm. When churches come together in one building, kind of thing, because you know it's going to be fire for sure. Yeah, and it was it was great, man. Like it was such a uh, it was such an amazing, such a blessed uh, experience for for all of us like and for me it was uh, like for for the group it was a little harder because uh the one saturday the, the saturday before we had practice with them which was our first practice with them and we were i was at church from 2 p.m till 9 and then the next day the sunday morning we had to be at church at 8 a.m and uh i played i played bass i sang and then I had to translate the the sermon Jeez. from English from English to Spanish, so I didn't I didn't rest at all. Oh, well, from English to Spanish. So she's the 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 pastor. Oh, was it was two day event then Saturday and Sunday? No. So the the because we had our regular service on Saturdays, uh-huh. the Sunday uh, they preached in English. Like the main person was preaching in English, and I had to translate it into Spanish, and so I had no rest at all that day. And I didn't have any rest the, the, the day before that, so, and then I got sick. So, go figure, right? But you know, it was, it was great. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's wild. <laughs> I, yeah, I've been going through it lately, man. Like I was about to say because I know it's like when you were talking earlier, I was just like, there's something about his voice, but I don't know. Maybe it's just something else. <laughs> yeah, we like. I don't know if I'm I'm not sick anymore, but. Um, like, like your, my, your voice is like a little off, like yeah? from what I'm used to. Still? Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe it's, maybe because you haven't seen me in a while. Could be too. I don't know. I guess I'll hear it when when I hear this. I don't know. It, yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's your raspy voice. What about you, man? What's been going on with you? For me, myself, uh, for the most part, everything's been going well. Work has been going fine. Church mm-hmm. has been going well as well. As well as well. As well as well. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, parents are coming back they're now like visiting every other weekend which is great oh back to church yeah i, th- I thought you meant they went to like guatemala or something oh that, that'd be awesome too yeah no. but no they're uh, glory to god yeah That's good. man so they're coming pretty frequently now when it comes every other weekend mm-hmm. uh for the reason of my mom's in her works right it's every other weekend she's working so it's great in that regard i'm not sitting with them i'm still sitting in i guess my own spot kind of thing <laughs> which is all good right uh, have you always done that uh may i ask why you do that why I don't stay with my family yeah. i think I, it's just a custom of mine because mm-hmm. ever since when i left kitchener when i lived in toronto i guess mm-hmm. just being on my own kind of thing mm-hmm. and then just congregating by myself or sitting by myself kind of thing i just become used to it and then when i came back to iglesia de dios when i moved back to kitchener i guess just trying to find where my spot is i guess because again at that time um my brother and my family they weren't congregating at that time so i'm like all right where where should i kind of sit in different i guess renovations happened in the church too where i guess the seating arrangement kind of changed where people mm-hmm. you know how like people can be in churches where they have like oh this is where they sit this they is have, where they sit kind they of got thing, their right? designated spot. right they got their designated spots yeah so i'm looking around like since my family's along there like Okay, clearly I don't have a designated spot now, right? <laughs> yeah. So I was just trying to like, all right, where am I going to go? 
So I'll have a, I guess, quote-unquote designated spot. And I guess anytime my parents come, they want to sit more at the back, Mm. which is fine with them, right? Whatever they want to do. And for me, I just continue to go sit in my designated spot, I guess. Where is your des- Where is that? In the front? It, not very front, but I guess close to it. Oh, I okay. guess it's like left side, middle-ish. I've never liked sitting in the front. Doesn't matter like what I'm doing. I I, I got to be in the back. Yeah? Yeah. You know what? Even right now. Like right now, yeah. my family's designated spot is is in the back. Interesting. And why is that? I don't know. I've never... So when, uh, when we were in... The church that you're at right now, we sat in the front. And I was about I, to say, I, re- I think I remember, like, yeah, back in the childhood days, yeah, we were pretty my close dad, to the front. My dad has always been in the front. Always. And I never I never liked being in the front. Like, I feel like everybody's watching me. Yeah, you're exposed. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> I like to be in the back. Um, and even to to this day, my dad still sits in the front. Like, um, but not, no, not me. I've always, I've always liked to sit in the back. Even, like... Where we were in the other temple we were at, I was in the back too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I guess, I don't know. I, I noticed that for myself when I'm trying to find a spot, I, I know for the most part, like the front is usually vacant. Because mm-hmm. again, <laughs> same mentality, right? Nobody likes to sit at the front. For for the most part, like the back area tends to be where it's uh, filled up the most. So I was like, you know what, screw it, whatever. I'll just go to the front, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> just funny. me, you know, it is what it is. Kind yeah, of but thing. I'm glad your parents are just starting to go again, yeah. you know. It's never it's never good to go too long of a time without congregating because then you get, you get um, what's the word? You get comfortable not going anymore, right? And then, and then once, that can snowball into like one year, two years, three years, four years, yeah. and you're not congregating knows, anymore. Yeah. Because, yeah, because sooner or later, the routine that you did have, I know we don't like to use that word in church, but once the routine was there, and then it somehow gets broken off, a new routine gets developed, right? Yeah. So then it gets, again, it's it's difficult to get a routine that you're so accustomed to. Exactly, man. So it makes me happy that, you know, that's happening for your family and, you know, for you as well, right? Because you were in that that weird, uh, I guess you can say limbo for, for, for... for quite a while, actually, right? Yeah, going from yeah, going to two churches mostly, pri- prim- uh, primarily, yeah, just filling up, I guess, the weekend because schedule-wise, it worked out perfectly, mm-hmm. right? So just trying to get as much as I can in there. But now, um, since I'm more predominantly at the one that I'm at right now, I know every now and then I'll, I'll for sure visit. I have yet to visit the other place yet because it's been <laughs> a while. But uh, I already had this. I already had to chat with the pastor about it. Yeah. So he's fully aware, kind of a thing. For the listeners who are listening, that is uh, my furnace right now. It's pretty loud. <laughs> right. Good timing. <laughs> <laughs> and our special guest for this yeah. day. <laughs> but That's uh, right, because it's getting colder now, right? Because yeah. summertime, yeah, why would this be turning on at all? Yeah, no. But I want to get into a, 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 a specific topic, something that we're living through right now. Okay. The world. Okay. Right. I want to get your perspective. Your your. I want to get. I want to pick your brain. To see the situation that's that's going on right now in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I see this this big um. Like uh, talking point within the Christian community right now that's going on over there. I want to hear your. Your perspective on that whole situation right now that's going on with uh, Israel and Palestine, right? Because it's such a, it's such a main 
topic right now within everyone. Yeah. Like, doesn't matter if you're religious or not. Everybody's talking about this, right? Yeah, it's, it's a huge, important uh, situation. And because I, how much of go, sorry, go ahead. No, no. <clears throat> just of like how much symbolism it has, like knowing about Israel, right? And how Palestine and Israel have had these conflicts for who knows how long now, ever since the World War Two, I believe, right? Yeah, even before that, there there, there, there was conflict, right? Cause with, uh, within the, the land, right? Because ever since, I guess when world war Two finally was done and finished i guess there's a huge movement of all the jews going back to their quote-unquote mm-hmm. promised promised land yeah right <clears throat> um and they all fled there right and then at that point it was just completely palestine correct yeah so like historically speaking that land after the jews were scattered throughout the you know the four points of the earth whatever right. Uh, that land became Palestine, and um, basically all the Jews essentially went. To, so most of them went to Europe, right? And that's where they they were for years and years and years, for right. decades, right? And in 1948, I think it was after the war, the UN went in to Palestine and said, "We are taking some of this land back, and we are giving it to Israel." Right, and that's when Israel was formed. All the Israel, all the people, uh, the Jewish people, Israelite people from that were in Europe, in North America, wherever they the were, world, yeah. they went back. Right, and that's where this conflict started. Right, because the essentially the Palestinians were saying, "You guys stole our land and yeah. gave it gave it to them." Yeah, this is our land still, like, regardless. We had no no say in no say in this. Right, yeah. how can you just come to quote unquote our land and just say, "Oh, we're going to divide this to another type of people." Exactly, and in one way, it's justifiable what they're saying, right? Yeah, for sure. It, it wasn't. It wasn't okay. Yeah, it's not wrong what they're saying, right? Yeah, it's not wrong, and the Israelites weren't wrong for going back either, right? Because right. that was their land, historically speaking. Historically speaking, right? was they their land. Claim to it, yeah, of course. So now you got the situation, right? That's that's been going on for for half a century now, and. This war has essentially, it's got escalated, it's escalated to a point now where the killings have gotten worse, right? And the thing is, they've been at war since then. Mm -hmm. Now, the problem is, right, you got people taking sides. So you got the pro-Israelites and pro-Palestinians, right? And, you know, you can't, for me, me, in the way I look at it, right? You gotta ha- you gotta be uh, subjective in the sense that you can't take sides, yeah. right? Because in, then it becomes you be objective. As yeah, as objective, possible. because you want to. You don't want to. You know, if if you're pro-Palestine, then you become anti-Semitic, and then if you're pro-Israel, then you become uh, Islamophobic, mm-hmm. right? And at the end of the day, this essentially this is this is a religious war. Right. The way it looks, yeah, for sure, because yeah, Palestine is is a Muslim country, right? Yeah. And then Israel is a Jewish Jewish country. Exactly. At the end of the day, right? And unfortunately, yeah, the way you the way that the world is painting it or the way the news media is painting it, depending on what their approach is or what their agenda is, right? That's also gonna determine how it's being broadcast. Mm-hmm. Because I'm I'm also feeling the same suit as you as well too, where I don't feel like I'm in a position to pick either one side over the other. 
because I have friends, I have Muslim friends, and I have friends from Palestine who, mm. on social media, I'm just seeing, bro, like, I don't know, you probably have seen this, yeah, bro, like, the footages of, yeah. of what's going on is just, I don't think there's ever been a point, unless there's been footages of Ukraine, but not to the extent of where I'm seeing literally children being dig- dug out of broken, out of, like, collapsed buildings, or, or yeah. just dead children just side by side babies man like the sights that i'm seeing like my god man i have never and in anything in my life witnessed something like this this close like this like vibrant like this this like uh detrimental footage that you can see right away that's happening just the same day or a day before kind of thing yeah and see this is the thing this is what annoys me the most right because you got like like you said you have a lot of palestinian friends and so do i i have a lot of palestinian friends that are, I've seen them on social media and they're posting, blah, 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 right? It's great to stand up for what you believe in, right? But where were these same people that were that are standing up for, for Palestine when whatever was happening in Ukraine and Russia, they were quiet, right? It, it, it's only an issue when it starts to hit home. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. then if you're going to be about that life, be about that life. You know what I mean? But stand for everything that's involved in a similar situation exactly so because like innocent people were dying in ukraine and russia yeah and and i don't know if you know about this but like not just ukraine and russia not just israel and palestine but also what's happening in a lot of african countries as well of sudan just to name one of them and i can't recall others that are going through but there are similar situations happening worldwide right and again i don't know who i don't know if it's a situation where we point fingers like like who's like who's choosing what story to kind of broadcast to make sure that it's becoming the narrative that narrative that everyone knows about Mm -hmm. or if it's going to be something like that where you're saying if you're going to stand up for your country which again like we're all entitled we're all entitled to right of course if something were happened to our own countries like we'll feel that that feeling to like man we got to do something we got to stand up we got to voice our opinion right yeah but then why are we being so selective to just to our own, right? Exactly. If it's, it makes no difference of our own kind. Hispanics being murdered when we see others being murdered. It's still murder at the end of the day, right? Murder. So, see, that's a great point you just made, right? Because one thing that has been, like, has really been irking me, right, is that we're seeing a lot of Christians posting about this whole Israel versus Gaza slash Palestine, right? And one thing that's been, like, really, really, like, bothering me is I'm seeing a lot of people saying, and, and I'm going to, like, paraphrase mm-hmm. what, what I'm going to quote, right, is uh, those who mess with God's people get the wrath of God, Jeez. right? So let me say this. Israel defending themselves is not God's wrath. Mm-hmm. That's a man-made wrath. Mm. That's man-made vengeance. Right? We cannot, as Christians, support innocent people being murdered. Yeah. It, that's, there's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. That's, as Christians, yeah. let me say this again. Yeah. As Christians, we cannot defend genocide, mass murder. Yeah, of innocence. <laughs> Whether it be Israel or Palestine, doesn't matter who yeah, it is. Whichever neighboring country, like whoever it is, like doesn't matter. Point, yeah, doesn't matter. And this is what's been bothering me, man. Like, it's like I'm seeing Christian people saying, "This is God's wrath. This is like you mess with la niña de los ojos de, de Dios, you're gonna get it." It's just like, man, 
And and again, that goes back to like the point that we were, we brought up before, where we have to be careful with what the narrative is at the moment with media, with news, right? Because they can easily make it seem like, oh, Israel is the victim here. Mm-hmm. Israel is the victim. It's Palestine. It's Gaza, the ones that are doing the ter- the terrorism, quote unquote. That they're the ones that are attacking Israel. That they're putting this oppression on them. That they're doing all this mm-hmm. and that, right? All this killing, all this murder. But for all I know, it could be very well could be Israel. Can be hey man, underline listen, doing all of this listen, that we have no idea about. It's both of them. Let's just like just, let's just face the facts. Let's just hit the nail right on the coffin, right? It's both of them. Yeah. They're both at fault here because essentially Gaza is the one that started this, right? They bombed Israel. They killed a bunch of innocent people, and then obviously Israel all, had, yeah. had to retaliate, right? And that's all Israel needed to have that moment of like, all right, now we can re- unleash everything now. And listen, I was I was lo- looking at the stats today. One thousand four hundred Israelis died from that f- from since the war started. Mm-hmm. One thousand four hundred. That's a lot. Eleven thousand plus Gazans have died. Yeah. So is that justice? No, it's not. Is that God taking wrath on Gaza? No, it's not. No. So, when, we, when, when, as Christians, right? What did Jesus teach us? When someone attacks us, when someone tries to kill us, when someone speaks bad about us, when someone wants to kill us, what did Jesus teach us? What did Jesus teach us about our enemies? To pray for our enemies. To love our enemies. Mm-hmm. To show them love. To show them compassion. Right, and this is no shots at Israel. This is no shots at Palestine, right? But as Christians, we need to learn to be, to not take sides simply because they're Israel. Yeah. Right. You know the Bible talks, and David said, "Pray for peace in Jerusalem." Right. And people have taken that that verse, and they're like, "We need to pray for Israel." We need to pray for Israel. We need to pray for Israel. Yes, you need to pray for Israel, but you also need to pray for the world. Yeah, pray for others too, man. <laughs> we need to pray that Israel turns and recognizes who God is, really. Right? Because just because they're Israelites does not make does not make them your brother and your sister in Christ. Or they prioritize over everyone. Like we exactly. understand that the Israelites they're God's chosen people, but in the same time there's still human beings that have different mindsets and different ideologies and different ner- and different um, motives as well, right? Exactly. So we cannot say someone is our brother in faith when they don't have the same faith as us. Yeah. If they deny Jesus' divinity, then you cannot call that person your brother or your sister. And it goes the same with Palestine, right? Because they're Muslim. A lot of them are Muslims, right? But... We need to we need to understand one thing. There's Christians in Palestine. There's Christians in Israel. We need to be praying for these people that God's protecting them yeah. from whatever is happening. Because you know, it's so easy to fall into the narratives that the what that the the news out, outlets give you or yeah. or Facebook yeah. or whatever the case may be, right? But we don't know because we're not actually there. Yeah, we don't know what is exactly. We don't happening. know all the details, right? Exactly. Because again, right, they control it, so they only want to share with us what they want to share with us, mm. right? Say that again. They only want to share with us what they want to share with us. Exactly. Right. And then, like, what what happened to Ukraine and Russia? Is that still happening? Like, it's like everybody forgot about that. 
Yeah, everyone did. Everybody forgot about it. Even to the point where I think the president of Ukraine actually made a statement like, guys, hey. don't forget about us, right? I know what's going on over there is terrible, but don't forget about what's happening here. And don't even get me started on that guy. He's gotten billions and billions of dollars. Like, how much more attention do you really want? I don't know, man. It's Listen, we're living in end, what end times. times man. <laughs> we're living in the end times, man. We're living. If we're not careful, there's going to be a, a third world war. Everything Straight has, up. It's, it's brewing to be. It's man. brewing right now, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, with the way that the certain countries are now being allied together kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Just to... It's just a waiting game right now, like uh, a typical like Cold War kind of situation, if I can say that. It, yeah, and it's it's going to become a hot war if we're not careful, right? Like, if things continue to escalate the way they are, man, like we're gonna st- we're gonna start living through something that like I think no one's really seen, right? Because you got like big nations like the United States, Canada, uh, NATO that's taking Israel's side, right? And then you got all the Muslim nations that are taking Palestine's side, right? And that's why I said, in other words, this is a religious war. Yeah. Right? This is Israel versus Muslims. And it's crazy too because I'm pretty sure Muslims really go for peace and, and, and not to the extent of extremism. But mm-hmm. then Israel as well, I'm pretty sure they're all for peace but not the extremism. But then you always have those others, right? Mm. The extremists that are trying to trying to cause something that is far beyond what we could ever imagine of happening. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's, it's such a it's such a um it's sad to see like everything that's been happening right because you're seeing like hospitals being bombed you're seeing like shelters being bombed refugee camps refugee camps right. being bombed like these are innocent people that are losing their lives right and there's a lot of a lot of, i'm going to say a lot of these people are losing their lives without christ right and that's the biggest that's the biggest that's the saddest thing that's happening right now right because People are losing their lives for what? For a piece of land. Yeah. Right? And is it worth it? I don't think it is. Yeah. But, like, you can see how petty we are as human beings sometimes. Like, we just fight over the dumbest things. Like, Gaza is a small strip in the Middle East. It's very small. And... Israel has a piece of land, and then Palestine was taking a big chunk okay. of that. Because Gaza is surrounded by Israel, correct? So Gaza is like in Palestine, in Israel, if that makes any sense. Like I saw, is I'm, Gaza its own country or is it Palestine? Gaza, I think Gaza is a part of Palestine. Okay. Obviously, we're gonna get fact checked. Which is okay. That's we're fine. wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if we're wrong, we're wrong, right? Like yeah. I apologize if. Uh, what I'm saying is wrong. Same. Um, but from, like, I did, I, I don't have my phone on me. Um, but I did check to see, like, because, you know, this is another thing that's, that bothers me, right? Hamas. They're like, oh, they're freedom fighters. I've seen my Palestinian friends say that all, like, all throughout. They're freedom fighters. Freedom fighters. They're originally from Gaza, correct? Uh, uh, I think so. Yeah. Hamas is, is a quote-unquote terrorist group from Palestine I think but all terrorists say they're freedom fighters <laughs> interesting eh? everyone like, says they're freedom fighters like, like, and that's the thing right like I wonder if they are but again I wonder if they're just being painted as terrorist groups but 
But what? Okay, we need to define what a terrorist is, right? Because thing, if right? if you go to certain countries like in Africa or Central South America, there a lot of them, a lot of those people will say Americans are terrorists. Right. If you go to the Middle East, a lot of people will say Americans are terrorists. Like, are like the cartels? Are they? Are they they're actually terrorists? terrorists? They're terrorists. <laughs> you know? Or are they just cartels just because that's the name and it sounds nice? Yeah. A terrorist is someone who inflicts damage or pain or, or kills people Cause for I, their sake. Because I've only noticed that, like, for the most part, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Middle East people are only the ones that I've seen ever characterized as terrorists. It's, yes. And that's wrong. It's wrong. Right. A terrorist is someone... Uh, Americans could be terrorists because they killed the people in Afghanistan. Right. In in Syria, but they're labeled as the liberators. They're like liberators the that are supporters. Thank right? you. The ones that are trying to cause peace, right? But it's just like that's the narrative that they want right, to spread and 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 protrude, right? Mm-hmm. But of course, if we were to be in Afghanistan, we were to hear what their news is saying, like very well, we could be like, what the heck? These guys are terrorists now. These guys are invading our lands. What the what the heck are these guys doing here? Mm-hmm. We didn't ask them to be here, or whatever the situation may be. Exactly. Right? We didn't ask to be liberated. We were fine. We were doing fine before you came, mm-hmm. right? So it, 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 that whole terrorist, freedom fighter, like, it depends on who you're asking, right? If you're going to ask a Palestinian, they're going to say Hamas is freedom fighters. If you're going to ask an Israeli, Hamas is te- they're terrorists, right? Right? What are, what's Israelites to the Palestinians, right? Right. They could be terrorists. They are terrorists, but... Yeah, you can you can make a case of that for sure. But the thing is, okay, here this is the problem, the a uh, bigger problem, right? Now, if if you are like I said earlier, if you're pro-Palestine, if you're defending Palestinian, then now you're labeled an anti-Semite, Semite, right? So, you know, it's like you're in this <laughs> weird like you can't win. <laughs> yeah, you can't win. You're damned if you if you are, you're damned if you're not, right? You can't make everyone happy, kind of situation, right? And that's the unfortunate thing that you know you either for or against it, right? But I want to just say that we're definitely for not murder, right? No longer having any murder, whichever side. We're anti-war. Yeah, anti-war. Anti-war. Doesn't matter if they're Palestinian, Israeli, if they're Ukrainian, Russian. Like, who cares who's right or wrong at this point, man? No, just stop them. Yeah, we just got to look at the important things that... Like, I've, I've never seen stats or videos of this much of, like, just children babies being found dead or suffering or dying or what the case is right i like i don't know if i, I don't know how much you've seen but i've seen like a video of like this of a reporter i don't mm-hmm. know if it's a un reporter or a palestine or israel reporter but him doing his job and then coming back and then him being notified about his family who traveled with him being killed from a bomb attack mm-hmm. and him going to his dead son's body bro like i can't imagine as a father being at the age we was and just in disbelief and shock and agony and pain, looking at his son dead right before his eyes. Yeah, I don't, I don't even want to picture that either. That's right. It, it, it just mind bottles me that. It, and and again, I don't know if I, I should be thankful for I'm and I'm seeing this footage or whatnot just to open my eyes because I, again. For sure, the news is not going to share any of that kind of footage, right? Mm-hmm. They're not going to show any of that type of stuff. But it, it just allows me to be aware of, like, wow, man. Also to the point of how privileged we are to be where we are right now. Yeah, and it goes back to the same thing, right? That um, As Christians, what should our response be to this conflict that's going on right now? The other conflicts that are going on, right? Because yeah. people were taking the the side of Ukraine before, 
And they were saying that Russians were terrorists because they were blah, blah, blah. Yeah, right? they want their land. Yeah. Ukraine is part of the Russia. Now everybody is doing the same thing with, with Israel versus Palestine, you know. Yeah. What's the Every, difference here? <laughs> it's like we're always, we're always picking sides. Why can't we just be neutral and not want people to die? Yeah. Right? Like, what's so wrong with not wanting people to die? Innocent people to die, right? Being people getting caught in the crossfire of whatever situation is happening. And, you know, like, that's the one thing that's, like, just really been irking me, man. Because, like, every time I open up my social media now, you got Christians that are saying this, blah, 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 blah. You know, don't mess with Israel. You know, then God's going to take... It's like, why are you trying to, why are you trying to, like, dictate, like, God is, like, a, a vicious, like being that and he's a war being that mm -hmm. wants to put this type of terror or like this type of pain or suffering onto people right this has That's, nothing to do with god man like why are we trying to put that narrative about god and god who's all loving who's all kind who's all mighty man like we know there's gonna be a time and place yes his wrath is gonna be poured onto the earth but this is completely this far is not, different this is man-made wrath like yeah. i said this is man this is man taking vengeance for themselves this is not god taking vengeance for them this is dumb taking the, the, the dumb saying we're going to pick up arms now and we're going to go kill all these people because they messed with us and blah 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 like this is man this has been going on for years yeah. Israel bombs Palestine then Palestine bombs Retaliates Israel back, right? it's like this is been they going make on. a ceasefire they make a peace and exactly. then something happens again where one of the other strikes the other nerve and they got to make a move right a couple of years ago they had the 50 day war where they the exact same thing happened right and this is this is something that's gonna continue. Go yeah. It's never gonna end, man. It's like, like history is repeating itself over and over and over again. It's just like like I'm I'm trying to urge my Christian, my fellow Christians, man. Like as Christians, your response to this shouldn't be, "Oh, this is God taking vengeance." No, your your response should be, "May God have yeah. mercy." Nor is it just pray for Israel, which yes, pray for Israel, but pray for Palestine, pray for other countries that are suffering exactly, as well. Exactly, bro. This has been my message for years. Because it irks me so much when I go to, like, a Christian church, like, oh, we need to pray for Israel. Pray for the world. Yeah. Like, we sang that song, Sana Nuestra Tierra. Nuestra Tierra. The world. Right? Like, let's not forget that it, not only in Israel and Gaza or in Palestine are people dying right now. There's people dying in, in, the, in Europe, in North America, in Central America, in South America, in Africa. People are dying all over the world. Yeah, whether we're we know it or not. We're seeing violence happening everywhere. Look at what's happening in Guatemala right now, too. Right? There's just the serious issues that's going on in Guatemala that nobody's talking about because everywhere else there's there's issues going on, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, like nobody's talking about what's happening in the rest of the world. Right. Because nobody cares. Or yeah, or what's gonna create the more views or exactly. what's gonna create more attention kind of thing, right? Exactly. Let's let's play let's pay pray for the peace of the world. Yeah. And unfortunately the way things are going, man, like things are just getting worse and worse and worse. Right and you know there's only one person can can fix all this. His Amen. name is Jesus Christ. Amen. And until the until the world recognizes that, we're just gonna keep seeing this over and over again. It's like you said, history repeats itself. And you know what I'm thinking too, man. Is just and this is just my mind just going off into thought sometimes. Where. And this might be a little bit off topic, not to um, kind of make 
make a switch or anything like that but you know how, like right now there's been a lot of talks about recession and all that mm-hmm. how it's gonna happen how it's gonna be worse in 2008 kind of thing how it's gonna happen early of this next year quarter one of 2024 kind of thing um just today one of my one of my boys just uh, announced in a group chat that where he works the company filed for bankruptcy mm. right so letting go about give or take i don't know 120 150 employees mm. And this is just before around the holiday season as well, right? Which is an unfortunate situation itself. Um, but kind of just clicks into, like, I know throughout the year, so far, like, a lot of tech companies have also been doing a lot of layoffs as well, too. Yeah. Right? The tech bubble's kind of bursted or whatever the case may be. And it just kind of makes me think as well, like, with all this war that's happening, with all that's going on in the world, plus with the whole recession coming around, mm. right? I wonder if it's all just things working out in favor of trying to get maybe the economy back together or things being ramped up again because apparently when war happens <laughs> the world booms or the economy booms so there was a recession in 1936 mm-hmm. i think it was 1936 you know how the world got out of that world war Two, right there was a recession in 19 uh 19 like 1912 or something like that you know how the world got out of that world war one that was the great depression wasn't it Mm -hmm. yeah now they say we're already in the recession right we're living through it right right it hasn't been how do you get out announced yeah how do you get out of it and it just again and what we've been saying History repeats itself, it's re- right? Yeah. And, you know, people will say, oh, these guys got their tinfoil hats on. They're here, go, go <laughs> on the con- conspiracy theory again. Like, hey, call it what you want, but... It's I, history. It's fact. It's but, a fact. And, and, and just, this is... Uh, I just want to think, right? <laughs> I just want to process these things, right? Just trying to have open conversation to, like... It just seems too... It's familiar. Too, yeah. Right? You're right. And, and, and in 2008, what happened after 2008? Like... I'm pretty sure we went into Iraq and we went to all these other countries. Other wars, yeah. And then, like, unfortunately, the only way for our, an economy to bounce back is war. War is good for business. It, it is, yeah. And you know, Canada is so in debt right now. It's not even funny. Mm-hmm. It's sad. I think we're. I think I saw it the other day. We're on 1.2 trillion dollars in debt. And we're just printing out money, printing yeah, out money. Same with America, printing that's, out money, that's printing out money. Government for you, right there. And it's like, man, the houses, the prices on houses has gone through the roof. Through the roof. The mortgage, the interest rates for mortgages right now are at super high. Stupid man. Super high. You can't afford anything. Gas at one point was getting way too expensive. Like mm-hmm. right now, it's kind of like you know. It's it's it, we've seen worse. Yeah, right, right now it's, it's not, not too bad. great, but yeah. we've seen worse. It's it, right now it's not too bad, right? But if you go to the grocery store right now, you're spending at least, at least three hundred dollars. Bro, man, I couldn't believe it. The one time I was hanging out with a good friend of mine that I haven't seen in a while, and we went to like a corner shop, and this is like in, like small country town kind of area. Mm-hmm. Just grabbing four items, sixty dollars. I couldn't believe it, man. <laughs> and I was in shock. And, and she was looking back and I'm like, what's wrong? I'm like, 
you just bought four items and it was sixty dollars like what what is this man <laughs> man i went through i went to mcdonald's the other day because my kids were hungry and uh, my wife hadn't made anything so i was like oh, i'll get them some nuggets i got them a 10 piece with large fries and a large drink guess how much that cost 30 17 bucks Jeez. 17 bucks for a 10 piece of nuggets i'm like man things are expensive right now yeah it's crazy expensive like we know other places are worse we're not trying to mm-hmm. right first share world our, problems yeah we're not trying to sh- well i guess we are sharing our first world problems which we definitely <laughs> are right but we're what we're trying to say is that with the situation that is going on right now with canada which and with america with everything just going through the roof right and with now all the immigrants apparently now who immigrated to canada now are leaving canada going back to their home countries because now they're like wow this is not what we expect at all which is completely valid and completely correct mm-hmm. and plus instead of all the money that is being printed going into canada or into usa now is now being shipped to other places mm. right the rise of homelessness the rise of people <laughs> not able to afford homes not able to afford apartments man we're living interesting times that's for sure interesting times because just like like what you're saying it's like one thing stacked up on another thing and yeah. another thing and another thing. It just seems like that snowball effect is really, really picking up. We need, we need, we need Jesus more now than ever. More now than ever. And it's not about like, you know, uh, come to Christ and all your problems will go away. No, no, no. It's we need Him. We need His shield to protect us. Come to Christ just for your salvation. Salvation, man. Everything it, else about this world, forget about it. It's, it's already a mess. It's crazy, <laughs> it's been a mess. man. Canada has become such a mess to live here. America, the same thing. You know, these are two prominent nations that were known as, you know, like... Canada, an iconic place, like for our families, right? Exactly. As a refuge place, a place of new hope, right? Bring your family a new here. New beginnings, yeah. right? There's, 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 there's great things happening here, right? But now... <laughs> with all these immigrants coming out and now all these immigrants that are saying like no this is not what it is we're all leaving what the heck and we're supposed to be a peacekeeping country but now mm. we're trying to start stuff with other countries too yeah like it's crazy and I, I was joking around with my mother-in-law yesterday and she was like when is he up for election I'm like I don't know I think maybe in a year or two and then I look at, uh, look at my phone it's 20 I think it was 2026 Trudeau's up for election no way yeah so we we still got a while to go, man, with this guy. Oh man! And you know, this guy he's a pro pro Israel Israel now, right? He people had to like literally protest in order for him to send aid to Gaza. And the thing is, like, the thing is, we're sending so much money to these other nations, and that's great, man. Like, it's great if we can help that. Yeah. But what about the people that are here? Yeah. What about the people that are struggling in Canada? Bro, I never thought that I would, in my lifetime, see the amount of homelessness increase in this in the city that we're living in. Exactly. To the point where there's now places being called Tent City. Tent City. Tent Village. Like, man. And again, I know it's, it's worse in other locations and other areas. Like, maybe we are just the tip of the iceberg, but still, it's just something that... Mind you, we don't live in a big city. Yeah. Like, it's it's fairly, it's a decent-sized city. Right. It's but not it's Toronto. not, it's not <laughs> Toronto. And we have such a bad homeless, homelessness situation, situation on, here. Yeah. 
And, like, I'm seeing these other countries, like the United States, that are sending billions and trillions of dollars, like, in aid. What about the people that are living in your country, man? What happened to the people in Hawaii that lost everything? Right. America didn't help them out. And Hawaii is a part of America. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems like we're picking and choosing, like, on who we're going to help. And we're more worried about people that are abroad than people that are domestic. And again, this is where I remember, like, Trump, he would he would say in one of his interviews kind of thing where, why is it always the United States sending financial help? Why is, why is it in other places, like, picking up their slack and sending help as well? Why is it always got to be us kind of mm-hmm. thing, right? I don't know, man. It's 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 such an interesting uh, situation that we're living in right now, and right. like and, and to the fact too, like this is all occurring after a pandemic as well, where everything mm-hmm. was kept hush hush, everything was quiet down, right? So who knows what kind of things were happening during those hush time moments, right? Now that all is quote unquote back to normal, everything coming out, everything bringing out. Like you got, you still Man. got the commercials that the Canadian government's putting out there. Like, have you been vaccinated yet? Get your vaccine now. It's like we're still on this. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. Eh? Like, I wonder. Like, I haven't. Like, I don't watch. I haven't. Man, I don't even watch. I don't. I don't have like the local news channel. But I, I'm curious to know, like, if if that is still a narrative kind of thing. Where yeah. COVID, a new variant is around. This new variant isn't around now. They're talking about new variants still. Like. And mind you, this is a guy who just had COVID, just got over COVID, and it wasn't that bad. Like, I didn't get it that bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a really, really bad cough, and I had, like, migraines and stuff, but... Did you lose your taste and smell? No. Mm-hmm. No. I, like, mind you, my daughter, who's a year and a half, got COVID. Mm-hmm. She was bad for one or two days. You know, like, do your own research, do your own... Uh, digging into stuff yeah you know worry about yourself in in a sense like take care of yourself you know don't fall into these narratives yeah. you know don't get into Look the into yourself, and don't get into the pro vaccine not like anti vaccine or pro russia anti russia or pro Ukraine, Palestine, you know, like let's not get into that, man. Yeah. Like, it's not about choosing sides. It's just we know that war is not good. Mm-hmm. We know that de- killing innocent people is not good. We know that corruption is not good. So let's focus on those things, which is the people of power, which they're the ones that are running the show and making these decisions for these things to happen, mm-hmm. instead of the leader of Palestine and the leader of Israel coming together to make some kind of agreement or peaceful agreement where why can't both people just live in a country, in a location? in harmony and matrimony right especially with their beliefs if you guys are full true believers of your faith then i'm pretty sure that doesn't mean that you want to cause war cause havoc and cause pain and suffering onto others but that's the thing people want that man people want it like we can't say you're a peaceful nation when you're at war with someone right because if you were really about that peace then you wouldn't do it Mm -hmm. right jesus spoke about that peace that love, that compassion, right. that mercy, and he walked the walk. Mm-hmm. He wasn't just the talk; he walked the walk. He was in, he was literally in, in death's door, and in that exact moment, he li- it, he easily got got he could have killed those people, right? Or or asked all those who were following him to to do the killing, take for up him, arms, right? and take up arms, right? And let's rebel, let's cause havoc. And see, that's the thing. That's why, that's why, 
the people of Israel couldn't accept Jesus, right? Because they were expecting someone coming and liberating them from the Romans. And he didn't do that. He did spiritually, but he didn't. Yeah. He didn't come like like Fidel Castro or or Che Guevara or these people that rose up and and went against their yeah. their their the, the governments, right? Yeah, the quote unquote liberators, right? Yeah. He he came to liberate them from something else, yeah. something greater than that, right? Because he knew what was going to happen, regardless. Like mm-hmm. Israel has always been, has never been able to have peace, ever. So. He wanted to give them peace of mind to know that it didn't matter what they were going through. They still had the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, behind them. Yeah, and remind them that this is not the focus here, right? The focus is to Him. The world, this world, this land that we're standing on right now, this is not the end goal. And as soon as we understand that, we recognize that, right? Mm -hmm. Then we won't be fighting over this. Yeah. Right? Abraham never built a home. He never had physical a physical house. He never put brick on brick on brick. He lived in tents. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he knew his eternal home wasn't here. Yep. His eternal home was in heaven. And the, the moment we realize that, the moment we'll take away that pride that we have for being from Guatemala or El Salvador or Canada or Los Estados Unidos, whatever, yeah. all of that will go out because we're no longer defending that worldly things. We're defending what God yeah. wants us to defend, the true nature of what God or who God is. That's what He wants us to defend. Yeah, we're being proud of being Christ followers. We're exactly. defending our salvation. Our salvation. And fighting for others to know about the salvation. Yeah, right? and we shouldn't be fighting for a flag. We shouldn't be fighting for a people. We shouldn't be fighting for a land. Piece of land, yeah. We should be fighting for Jesus Christ to exalt His name, not to exalt the name of Israel, not to exalt the name of whoever, Muhammad, Buddha, whoever it is. Right. Because people are dying in the name of Allah. People are dying in the name of Muhammad. People are dying in the name of Israel. And that's not what God wants from us. Mm-hmm. You're dying in vain. You're dying in vain. And it's so sad, man. Like, honestly, it's just seeing the situations, like, how we become so, so, imm- so spiritually immature. And not understanding what God really wants from us. Right. right, not understanding the plan that God has, not understanding that all of this has been written. The Bible talks about wars, talk of what wars, famine, sickness, pandemics, all of that has already been written down, man. Yeah. Right, not worrying about all of that and just reminding ourselves to not be distracted, right? Remind ourselves to. Cause I was seeing a, a video of, of, of a preacher, right? And he was just saying that as well, that we're we're just too distracted with everything that's going on, ever since of social media, internet, news outlets that just completely bombard us with so much information, right? That we forget, at least I do for sure, that my focus needs to be worry about everything else that's not my control. It should be nowhere in my mind, right? I can't help it. I'm human, but. I need to remind myself that, no, I need to focus 
on what is important and is the fight for my salvation, is the focus of re remembering who is our Lord and Savior, remembering who is the Prince of Peace, remembering who is above all names, remembering mm. who is with us always, remembering who is in our hearts, who is around us, who is above us, remembering who is our Father, who is our Captain, remembering that our focus needs to be not of this world. Mm. We are God's people. And we can stay true to God even through war. Have you ever seen the movie Hacksaw Ridge? Yes. Yeah. That movie has such a powerful message. This man went into war. Great quote, yeah. And didn't pick up arms. Instead of killing, he, he, he was able to go onto the battlefield and save others in save. need. Save. I don't know, I don't know if he helped quote-unquote the enemy as well he did did he yeah yeah because I, I was trying to remember if he did or not but there's a scene where they're like oh he's brought down like 50 guys already a couple of them were japanese boom it's like man you can do it you can be that light in the darkness even in situations like war we don't have to be like the rest of the world mm -hmm. we don't have to pick up arms and you know you see that that narrative in, in the united states a lot where uh, in Texas, it's a very religious uh, state because God gave us the right to pick up arms. It's like, that's not what, what God... Yeah, God <laughs> God doesn't do that. God doesn't want you to shoot someone. Yeah. He wants you to show them love and compassion. Mercy. Like, it just goes... That's just anti-biblical. Like, exactly. What is the first commandment? <laughs> right? We just got to remind ourselves, wait, remind me what's the first commandment again to tell them, like, wow, what do you mean God has given you the right to pick up arms? Arms for what? That's a man-made rule. It's a man-made rule. Like, it's a man-made law. Like, unless to pick up arms is the Bible itself, sure, right? It is our sword, right? At the end of the day, I can see it like that, but if, we, if we're talking about firearms, then... That's then what, what I'm saying. Like, saying? <laughs> like, we like to, like, twist the words to our... That, that fits our own narrative, Right. And, and if it doesn't fit our narrative, then we're going to make it fit. And, and if you don't believe what I believe in, then you can go to hell, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, that's not how it works, man. And we all have the, the freedom to choose what we want to believe, right? We all, we all have the right to choose on who we're going to put our trust in, right? And it's on you and me to understand what we believe in. Right. It's on you and me. If we're going to defend the right things. Or if we're going to defend the wrong things. Right? I put a, I put, I put a, a comment on some famous uh, evangelist. Who was putting. Oh this is the end times. God's taking vengeance. Uh, you know this is God's wrath. Blah 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 blah. Right? And then I commented on it. Right? Because I got so mad. I put. How sad is it. When Christians are wishing. Death upon innocent people. You want to know that this guy's response to me was? Mm -hmm. This is a big evangelist. He has over a, a couple hundred thousand followers on Facebook. He deleted my message. He's deleted my comment. No way. Why? I wasn't offending him. I wasn't offending anybody. But I was calling them out. As Christians, we cannot do that. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. We cannot do that, man. That's not what... And I, I even said it. Jesus himself taught us 
to love your enemy. Right. If your enemy is thirsty, give him something to drink. Mm-hmm. But what are we? We're not living that, right? And to think, right? And again, that's that's just when I think about the people that are in power of Israel. Like clearly, they have no relationship whatsoever when it comes to the relationship with with Jesus, right? At at this point, is just complete power, greed, and politics, which is, of course, everything when it comes to war and all that. But I saw a video of Christians preaching in in Israel, mm-hmm. like nation, and you had Orthodox Jews Jews walking by, and you know what they were doing? They were spitting. Wow. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not anti-Jew. I'm anti not, anything. And I'm not anti anything. Yeah. Well, anti sin, but. <laughs> but that's wrong. Mm-hmm. How can you say that's my brother, in faith, when they deny who your God is, mm-hmm. when we, they spit at the name of your God, right? Of the one true God. When we believe in the same God here. But we don't. <laughs> we don't. In their eyes, yeah. And please, like, don't misinterpret. Don't miss. Don't make your own judgments of what we're saying. Read the Bible. Do your research. Understand God's plan for the world. Understand God's plan for yourself. And understand that God does not want war. He won't. He doesn't want us to kill each other. And if that's happening, because it's that's what we want to happen. Yeah. And when we pray, we pray for peace on earth. Not on just earth. in specific areas. No. Of course, if there is a petition that we want to do when it comes to prayer about a specific individual or a specific country because of information that we found out, then yeah, for sure. But we need to also recognize that just because it, cl- it hits close to home, whether if it's our own countries that we're from, we also have to think about the rest of the world that is going through something similar. Mm. Or just going through something that has nothing to do with war. Maybe we just need to pray for them regardless because we want the message in the name of Jesus to be established in those areas. Exactly. We want the name of Jesus to be established in the Middle East. We want the name of Jesus to be established in Africa. In these nations that uh, they're not allowed to speak the name of Jesus, right? There's a lot of nations right now that you can't do that. Hmm. And, you know, we need to pray for for God to to do something to help those people who are there in those nations that believe in him to protect them, to be with them. You know, and one thing that we always need to remember, right? Jesus never lied to us. And he said he will be with us until the end. Mm-hmm. And if he said it, it's because he's going to do it. And we need to pray for Israel. We need to pray for Palestine. We need to pray for Saudi Arabia. We need to pray for Iraq, Iran, all these Afghanistan, the United Kingdom, Spain, Germany, Italy, Greece, Canada. Yep. United States, Mexico, Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador, Ecuador, Panama, Uruguay, all these nations, Colombia. 
Africa, Sudan, South Africa, Cambodia, Japan, man. This it's the list is really endless, man. <laughs> pray for everyone. Pray that God touches everyone's heart. And they can all find Jesus. And That's just, what we need. And just plead for mercy. Mercy. For love. You know, we're seeing, like right now, man, we're seeing the world, hurricanes, tornadoes, volcanoes erupting, earthquakes. We're seeing the world, in, in Spanish, it's está gimiendo. La tierra está gimiendo. The end is near. And if we're not ready for that, to what's for what's to come yeah how many more signs do we need how many more signs do we need and you know make your decision with Christ stand firm with Christ and you'll be able to make it to the end and know that it doesn't matter if you went through you know circumstances that you know that he was there with you right like man, like you think it was easy for me, like the, the physical pain that I went through with my ankle, and then having to get sick again, and then I having tr- problems at work, having problems here, having problems there. <laughs> like man, it's like everything snowballed for my in my life as well. Right. Right. But in that snowball effect, I saw God's grace and mercy, and I saw Him. It wasn't me that was climbing up the mountain. It was him who was carrying me. Yeah. And I've, I've been able to see his, his mercy in my life and his grace and his compassion. And just to understand that it doesn't matter what situation I'm going through. Me personally. That he's there with me. He's always been there with me. And he's blessed me. And he's blessed you. And he knows your pain. And he knows your suffering. And he knows the prayer that you have for him in your secret place in my secret place in the listener's secret place and it doesn't matter what situation we're going through there's always an out there's always an out there's always a solution and we just need to know that the solution has a name and his name is Jesus Christ and he will help you and he will help me through anything There's nothing that's impossible for him. There's no circumstance that you can't overcome with Jesus by your side. Mm -hmm. He is able. Mm. He is the chain breaker. Mm. He's the mountain mover. Mm. He's the one that puts the calm to the storm. Mm. He's the one that puts the peace into your mind and your heart. People say... How do you know Jesus was God? Or how do you know Jesus is God? When Jesus put the calm to the storm, he didn't say, in your name, Father, everything's quiet. Hmm. He put his hands up and he said, peace. And there was calm. If you're going through it right now, brothers and sisters, Jesus says, peace you can have peace in the storm you can have peace going through war because you know that the end goal is not here no sir 
the end goal is up there. Yes, sir. Keep true. Let's keep true, man. Let's pray for the world. Let's pray for, for, for every single person that's struggling right now. Let's pray for every single person that's losing their life. Let's pray for everyone who feels hate in their heart. Pray for everyone who feels like they need to do something like violently. Let's pray that God touches their soul, touches their hearts, and be able to have peace in their hearts and to understand that this is not God's will. This is man's will. And the moment we realize that is we're going to see change in the world. But to know that we are living in the end times. We're seeing the end. Yeah. The, the second coming is close. Are you ready? Everything is being unfolded before us. And the question, as you just stated right now, are we ready? If not, seek a church. Seek mm. a pastor. Get yourself right. No matter how much your pride and ego get in the way, no much, no matter what gets in your way, whether it be transportation, location, or, or whatever it is, if you're able to reach out to someone, reach out. Yep. Your salvation is worth fighting for. Your yeah. spot in heaven is worth fighting for. Amen. Nothing here on this earth is worth anything. Mm. Nothing in hell is definitely not worth anything to be there. Hmm. If you think it's scary right now, then believe me, you don't want to head to a place where we hmm. something that we can't imagine or fathom how scary and painful and loon and just insane how it'll be. I wanna end this podcast on a I guess you can say on a brighter note, right? Throughout my recent situations, you know, I, I said that I was able to see God's love and compassion, right? God blessed me with a wife and, and he's blessed me with three kids. No way. Yep. Wow. Congratulations, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we just announced it to our families just yesterday, but you know, the Lord is good. And he's blessed my wife and myself with with uh, a third one on the way. Jeez. So, you know, through it all, through it all, I, I can always, I should always, and I will always give the honor and glory to my Lord and Savior, my God, Jesus Christ. Amen. And even though there's so much bad going on in this world, we can still see God's grace in our lives. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want to ask questions, but uh, I, I, I guess I'll, I'll keep the privacy. What do you mean questions? Like, what kind of question? Like, uh, how, how much in? Hmm. Or okay, do yeah. you know the gender? We haven't announced it on social media yet, but, you know, I, I, it just felt right to say right now. But my wife is uh, seven weeks, eight days. There's eight weeks now. Eight weeks pregnant now. And the baby should be here in June. Jeez. Yeah. A June baby. Woo! June baby. Yeah. Very nice. So, 
um, I'm blessed, man. I have a wonderful little boy. I have a wonderful little girl. And whatever God decides to bring us again now, you know, we're going to open them. We're going to welcome them with open arms. And I'm hoping I can be, my, my family can be like, like, uh, like Joseph, not Joseph, Josue. Like he said, as for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. That's my ultimate goal in life. If they want to be doctors or engineers or whatever the case, whatever they want to be, that's great. For sure, yeah. I'll always motivate them to be whatever they want to be. Right. But as long as they love Jesus Christ in their hearts and they proclaim that, that I know I've done my job as a father. Yeah, making sure that they are still aware that their priority. Exactly. Jesus You know, I, being, being, being set up secular, that's great. Right. That's great. If they want to go to to further education, if they want to go to right. yeah, if they want to go to the University of Waterloo or McMaster, or if they want to go to the United States and study in Princeton or whatever the case may be, I'll always be there to support them in that. Mm-hmm. But the most important thing in their lives is their relationship with is God. their relationship with Jesus Christ, that they love Him more than they love me. Mm-hmm. And if I if at the end. I see my kids praising God, then I'll, I'll, I can die happy mm-hmm. because I know I've done my job. Yeah. As long as you know that they've saved, that they've done the steps to accept the Lord, that they've been baptized in the waters mm-hmm. and in spirit, right? That they're actively involved in church kind of thing. Even having their own career in church as well mm-hmm. would be something that's beautiful and proud to to witness as well. Yep. Brother, you want to you wanna end this on with a prayer? Oh man! I, well, I was gonna say we have a lot to pray right now, so I was gonna ask for your help too. Yes, brother. That we can both uh, not just pray, but maybe intercede for a bit more for yeah. what we know that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a lot to really, to really. It's funny how to thing, fight for spiritually. It's funny how things work, right? Because uh, I have to preach today at church, and what God had put in my heart is, is similar to what we've been talking about, right? Mm-hmm. And we need to intercede for the world, for God to establish himself in people's hearts, right? And establish himself in our loved ones, establish himself with people that are around us, for them to make their decision to come to Christ, you know? And what we want for the church to be united under one way of thinking, one way of loving, one way of showing who we serve, yeah. right? Brother, let's start. Let's start, brother. Padre mío, que está en mi corazón, que está en la tierra y que está en los cielos, y que reina y vive para siempre. En este momento, Padre, queremos dar muchas gracias. Gracias por nuestro día de vida. Gracias por nuestra oportunidad, Señor amado, que podamos estar abajo de su amor, de su misericordia, de su gracia. Que podemos caminar, que podemos estar juntos. Que podemos estar viviendo en este país que se llama Canadá. Que estamos bien bendecidos, que podemos tener una vida, Señor, con tranquilidad. Una vida, Señor que hay trabajo con la vida, Señor, donde tenemos nuestros lugares, nuestras casas, nuestros hogares, 
que tenemos transportación. Que vivimos en este, en este país, Padre, que no existe guerra. Reconocíamos, Señor Dios mío, que, que, hay, que, que está pasando en el mundo en este momento. A los países que están metidos en la guerra, Padre. Padre Dios mío, presentamos todos los países que está pasando en momentos difíciles, que está pasando momentos de guerra, que está pasando momentos de, de dolor. Que nosotros hemos visto videos que está pasando en las redes sociales de, de niños, jovencitos, de niñas, jovencitas que están muriendo por actos de guerra, Padre. Realizándose, oh Dios mío, que hay muchos que están muriendo, Padre, durante este tiempo que hay pasando guerra en esos, en esos países, Padre. Señor amado, presentamos, Señor, esos países desde Rusia, desde Ucrania, Palestina, Israel, Padre. Y otros demás, Señor, que no conocemos todavía, que están pasando en momentos situaciones similares. Que, Padre. Ten misericordia. Que su, que su amor que está sobre cada uno de ellos, Padre. Que podemos alcanzar esos almas, Señor. Que ellos puedan entender y saber que hay un Dios que vive. Que hay un Dios de amor. Que no hay un Dios de guerra. Que no hay un Dios de violencia. Que no hay un Dios que, 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 que hace esos tipos de actos, Señor, de... de de peligro. Señor Dios mío. Pedimos paz. Pedimos paz. En estos tiempos tan difíciles que está pasando. Y a veces en nuestro país es que entendemos que estamos pasando tiempos duros también, que hay unos conocidos que están perdiendo sus trabajos, que hay unos conocidos que están pasando momentos que no pueden pagar sus casas, que no que pueden pagar uh, comida, que no pueden pagar uh, algo para, para mantener su vida normal. Pero Señor, entendemos también en esta manera que, que estamos pasando ahorita. No es nada comparable que lo demás que está en el mundo que está sufriendo, Señor, sufriendo. Y tú conoces qué está pasando ahorita, Padre. Reconocemos, Señor, que tú eres el príncipe de paz. Que Jesús es el príncipe de paz. Que reconocemos, Señor, que tú eres el Dios de amor, de misericordia, Padre. Padre, alcanza su mano sobre esos almas y ten misericordia y ayúdalo, Señor. Provee a ellos que no tienen agua, que no tienen comida. Provee a ellos que no tienen un casa, Señor. Provee a ellos que no tienen ropa, Padre. Provee a ellos, Señor Dios mío, que están pasando momentos tan, tan difíciles por su mente, por su cuerpo, Señor. Solo hay esperanza en ti, Padre. Solo hay esperanza en ti, mi Dios. Solo hay esperanza en ti, Jesús. Que reconocemos que solo tú eres nuestro Señor y único Salvador. 
que reconocemos, Señor, que sin ti somos absolutamente nada. Te doy gracias, Señor, porque todavía estamos aquí en pie. Que todavía tenemos un otro día de vida. Que todavía tenemos una otra oportunidad, Señor, para hacer este proyecto para ti, para tu honra y para tu gloria. Que podemos levantar su nombre. Ese nombre poderoso. Ese nombre que está sobre cada nombre. Ese nombre que solamente nosotros conocemos. Que estamos agradecidos porque ese nombre nos salvó. Te doy muchas gracias, Señor. Por todo lo que has hecho, que sigues haciendo. Y ayúdanos a nosotros dos, Dios mío, también. En la manera que podemos seguir adelante. Siguiendo congregando en su iglesia, en su casa. Siguiendo esta gran batalla de la fe. Siguiendo en su palabra. Siguiendo en este momento que podemos tener. Esta plática. Contigo de ti, Señor. Juntos, Padre. Como dos hermanos en la fe. Como dice su palabra, Dios mío, cuando hay dos o tres congregados en su nombre, ahí está su presencia, Padre. Padre, Dios mío, presento a mi hermano Jonathan, Padre, a mi hermano Nick, Señor amado. Con la buena noticia que nos acaba de decir, Padre. Te pido, mi Dios, que todo sale bien. Que salude su esposa. Que todo el proceso se sale bien, Padre, para tu gloria y para tu honra. Guárdala, Dios mío. Guárdalo, Señor Padre. Guarde a su familia, a su esposa, a sus hijos. Que ese día que llegue, Señor Dios mío, bendícelo, Señor. Guárdalo, Señor. Que, y que sabemos, Señor, que todo está en sus manos. Y que, que todo está en control de ti, Señor. Tú estás en control de todo, Padre. Solo confiamos en ti, Señor. No confiamos en los hombres, Padre. No confiamos en los políticos. No confiamos en los líderes del mundo, Señor. Dios mío. Solo confiamos en ti sabiendo que sí, tú eres fiel. Y sabiendo que tú estás en control de todo, Padre. Te doy muchas gracias, pero muchas, muchas gracias, Señor Dios mío. En el nombre de Jesús, te pido todo esto. Amén. Y amén. Amén. Thank you, brother. God bless us. God protect us. God have mercy on us. God have mercy on this world. Amen. Because we need it. A su nombre. Gloria. A su nombre. Gloria. Y su pueblo. En victoria. Don't forget. Jesus is God. Y Jesús te ama.